Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Greetings, humans. You have entered the command zone. Your destination for all aspects of Elder Dragon Highlander. Enjoy your stay. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Command Zone Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jimmy Wong. How's it? It's Josh Lee Kwai. So this kind of snuck up on us, Jimmy. Yeah, it really did. There's another set. Wow, and one that isn't full of new cards. In fact, it's a bunch of old cards, Yep. but it's a brand new thing that Wizards has never done. It's called Time Spiral Remastered. Really interesting. They're taking a set that existed in the past and they're reprinting it and they're doing some fun little things in terms of like old card frames, reprints, as well as sort of combining a few things together for what is going to apparently be a very great draft experience, but also fun for us commander players. Yeah, because they're reprinting a bunch of stuff and that also means we get to preview some of the cards from the set. We've got three preview cards for you today and we're just going to jump right into it because this is a special bonus preview card video. Yeah. So yeah, let's talk about what Time Spiral is because... This is not just reprinting a set, right? This is a block. Yeah. So what people may not realize, the current state of Magic is very different than what it was back in the day. Right now, we'll go, we'll go to Kaldheim, and that's it. In and out. Uh, but all yeah, the, the, way- next, the next set is Strixhaven, which also will only go to for one, one set. set. Yeah. Um, now, we'll revisit sets a lot, and later this year, we'll do Innistrad twice, but focus on two different things. Now, back in the day, though, we used to spend three sets on what they would call a block for, you know, so we had Theros all the way to Journey into Nyx. So you spent three blocks in that whole world. And Time Spiral three was... Three sets, sorry. Yep. And Time Spiral was one all the way back in 2006 that was actually a really significant magic set for a whole bunch of reasons. Yeah, so there was three sets in the Time Spiral block. And it gets a little confusing because two of them are named Time Spiral. So the original <laughs> set that came out in October of 2006 was called Time Spiral. Yep. Then a set called Planar Chaos came out in February of 2007. And that was in the same block basically in the same world of Time Spiral, and it was still in the Time Spiral block. Mm -hmm. And then the third set in the block, Future Sight, came out in May of 2007, and that's how we got a three-set block. I know this sounds crazy to people who are used to Magic in the last couple of years, but (laughs) that's just how Magic worked. Look at that. We spent almost, what is that, nine months? Yeah, from October to May, huh? Yeah, in one block, in the same storyline in the same plane basically and so what time spiral remastered is it's actually taking all three of those sets time spiral planar chaos future site and basically distilling them down into one draft experience Mm. so there's going to be draft boosters for the set and i think oh gosh don't quote me on this i don't think there's collector boosters i don't think there are set boosters they're just doing it's kind of almost like a master set it's a remastered set i guess um but it's really just trying to encapsulate what that three set block was all in one booster box all in the same pack so you can get cards from any of those three sets from that entire block um Whatever and it's they, focused on drafting as well, which is something yeah. that like a lot of the master sets are as well. Some of the master sets are like, how can we reprint popular cards in modern? How can we add new cards to modern? This is kind of like a love letter to the original Time Spiral block. That's so, a really good point because Time Spiral, the block, is regarded as one of the great drafting environments ever, right? So yeah. they're trying to encapsulate that, but in one booster box. So you don't have to buy three different booster boxes, take one pack of each. That's how we used to draft blocks mm-hmm. like that. Uh, okay, so... 
That's coming out on March 19th. Yes, very exciting. Um, and especially because for us Commander players, we don't actually know what's going to be reprinted in the set outside of what we're talking about today and what's been preview carded already on the internet. But I'm really excited. This block had a ton of really awesome cards in it. So it's going to be exciting to see what gets revealed over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, they definitely have a lot to choose from uh, that's going to matter to Commander players, including the stuff we're going to talk about today or yeah. some of it. Uh, so we've got three cards again they're all reprints there are no new cards in this set um so let's i guess let, i'll just start with the first one which okay. is uh, honestly not that exciting which is no. why we're going to start with it <laughs> it is terramorphic expanse Woohoo! it's just one of the basic quote-unquote fetch lands that comes with a lot of sets it's a land you tap it you sacrifice it and you can search your your library for a basic land card put it onto the battlefield tapped and then shuffle your library mm. um I, ha I, I do actually run this card in Commander, though, sometimes, especially in the Boros uh, Fetchland package that we've talked about many times on the show now uh, with, with Crucible, Crucible of Worlds yeah. and Brought Back and now Cosmic Intervention and that stuff. This is becoming a little bit more useful as a card, I think, because of stuff like that that's like, hey, anything permanent that went to the graveyard this turn, bring it back to the battlefield. Mm -hmm. White's doing more of that. Terramorphic Expanse becomes really good in that situation because you tap it, sack it, put a land into play, and then you cast one of these cards that brings it back, and, it, and that's like putting another land into play, right? Yeah, it's kind of like you're ramping in Boros. Yeah. Um, and of course, Terramorphic Expanse in Limited, pretty good if you want to play more than two colors, so yeah. that's why you're usually looking out for that card in draft experiences. Yeah, not much else to say, so let's just move on to our second <laughs> review card yeah. here. We can't spend, actually, we literally just can't spend that much more time. Yeah. With that. We just don't, we ran there, out of words. There's not that much to say. Uh, <laughs> you actually have it over there, I think, by yes. you, Jimmy. This one's a little more exciting because it's one that is, I think, a little underrated. People don't look at it too often. It's Prismatic Lens. It's a two-mana artifact that you tap it to add colorless mana, or you can pay one and tap it to add one mana of any color. So it filters a land plus it into any color of mana. Um, but more importantly, it's a two-mana mana rock. You play it on turn two, get an extra mana. Yeah, I think it's easy to miss the fact that this card taps for mana on its own. It's mm -hmm. colorless, but it's a two CMC rock that comes in untapped and you can tap it for mana. Now you can filter mana through it too to make colored stuff. I find myself actually playing this card more than I ever have before because of, again, stuff we've talked about on the show recently, yeah. which is like the commander format just kind of speeding up. And I just... I just want all my ramp to be at two CMC if possible. So I'm replacing, you know, things like Darksteel Ingot, mm -hmm. uh, any three CMC rock just about. I am starting to put in stuff like Prismatic Lens. So this is a card that I'm just playing more myself. Are, are you doing the same thing, Jimmy? Yeah, I was going to say this is like great in a Send Triplets deck because you need access to all the manas of every color. But in general, right, if you're playing this on turn two, you're up a man the next turn. If you're in a really sticky situation where you have to get for an extra black man or whatever, it's not like you're being put a mana behind because you did play a rock. Uh, in general, you always want to tap this for colorless, I think, so you get that extra ramp. But I'm I'm not I'm not gonna lie, the mana filtering will come in handy sometimes. It's just one of those things where if you have any of those cards that says like play a card out of your opponent's hand, uh, but you need to have, be able to tap for that color of mana, then this can be helpful in that case. But I play a lot of two mana rocks these days. Yeah, I don't even think you need to use the filtering much. Like, do you play Mindstone in basically every deck, right? Right. Well, that only taps for colors. Now, mm -hmm. sometimes you can tap it and draw the card, which you do do, but that matters way later in the game. Mostly you're playing Mindstone because on turn three, I might have four mana available to me, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think Prismatic Lens kind of does that. And so if you're not in green, that's a card you should look at and maybe play a little bit more. So that's a useful card in Commander. Yeah, don't forget, a lot of two mana rocks out there. Yep. Not just the ones that you normally see in the, in on, in games and all that. Okay, so let's talk about something here because we're going to talk about our very last preview card, which is, of course, the most exciting one because we are good entertainers and we save the best for last. <laughs> uh, but there's something interesting going on with Time Spiral Block. Uh, sorry, Time Spiral Remastered. Master, yeah. 
uh, in that they are not only reprinting cards that are from the Time Spiral block. There's actually a special slot in every single pack that will have retro framing. Yeah, this is exciting. So retro framing, the magic card frames has gone through quite a bit of changes over the years. And retro framing is the framing that was around back when this block existed and stuff. So it's going to be a different look of a card, but it's not necessarily a card from the set. Yeah, it actually, retro framing is even older than the Time Spiral block. Yes. In Time Spiral, they actually did retro framing for the same framing, yeah. <laughs> which is even older now than it was when Time Spiral uh, originally came out. Let's throw a couple cards on screen here because they've already been previewed uh, and they have the retro framing. So Path to Exile and Cranial Plating, and I've got them in my hands here, but we'll put the digital images up on screen for everybody watching YouTube. Yep. And you can see that there's this very cool old vintage frame that is basically the same framing that they used from like, sixth edition until scourge in 2003 Mm -hmm. and then they updated the framing and they've updated a couple times since yeah um so in time survival remastered this new set one slot in each pack will have a card with retro framing you're always going to get one that's kind of the bonus slot you know in master sets how they always have one foil yep in this they'll always be one of these now these come in foil and non-foil yeah, which is really exciting because yeah. a lot of those older foils, I know a lot of collectors love getting them because it's got this older look to it. And they also have this shooting star DCI symbol that runs right. across it if it is foil too. Yeah, it's that old foiling thing yeah, too yeah, yeah. That, that's that's similar to how that it used to be. Now, the, the kicker here is that the cards in this special bonus slot, the retro framed cards, are not cards from Time Spiral. They are sort of more modern cards. So you can look and like Cranial Plating and Path to Exile, right, are not from those sets. Yep. Uh, We don't know the full list of what cards those are right now, but we just know that they can be sort of more modern cards even in there um, that they're putting in the retro framing, obviously, for the first time. That This stuff hasn't been seen with those types of frames before. Yeah, collectors, keep an eye out. This stuff is really sharp. I mean... Because of game nights, we've seen a lot of these cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, you know, we've seen a lot of them, Jimmy. And there's so many that you're just like, oh my gosh, that looks so sweet with the retro framing. Yeah. Oh wow, that actually fits. Like the art of it actually works in the retro framing too. It doesn't feel super modern. Yep. Um, and this may actually be a pattern because we know in Strixhaven, in each pack, there's going to be one of those sort of like vault archive cards or whatever they're called. Oh right. Uh, so it looks like that's kind of a similar pattern here with Time Spiral, where every single pack is going to have an extra special card in there that isn't a part of the regular set. I like this because it allows them to reprint things that we need. Whereas if, you know, in your normal, if it's mm, Time Spiral Remastered and you say, well, we can only reprint stuff from those three sets. Right. You can't alleviate pressure on cards that are creeping up in price because they haven't been reprinted in a long time. And same with like Strixhaven or a standard set. If you're going to do these bonus sheets, yeah. uh, it allows you to maybe reprint some stuff and and keep some prices reasonable on things that otherwise would grow out of control a lot faster mm-hmm. uh, because they're harder to reprint. So I like that. Yeah, um, and both the cards we talked about with Cranial Plating and Path to Exile are 100% commander staples. Yeah. So that, you know, whether or not they're doing this on purpose, Josh and I don't know, but it, it does feel like a little bit of a tip of the hat to the old commander player. I think, you know, it's safe to assume that that's one of the big reasons they're doing it because they've given so much emphasis to commander you know last year was the year of commander they're very much aware of the format and the fact that's the most popular way to play magic so this is probably a way that they've devised to uh keep to sneak some more reprints in which is great um you (laughs) probably yeah yeah you probably guess that we're discussing all these retro framing stuff because one of the cards we're going to preview the very last card is a card in a retro frame jimmy's holding it right there it's also somewhat of a commander staple definitely i have cast this card 
a thousand times over the years. Yep, me too. Yeah, so um, before we reveal it, though, we need to talk about our sponsors. Because you want to get this carb when we talk yeah. about it. You'll be able to pre-order it, potentially, or any of these cool retro frames. Yep, or you can just get some booster boxes of Time Spiral Remastered. Go on over to cardkingdom.com slash command zone. That's where you want to go to order your magic product, your singles, anything at all. You know, you're going to buy magic cards anyway. You're going to want to update your decks with these cool retro frames. Yeah. The best way to do it is to get additional value while you're purchasing stuff you were going to purchase anyway. So you get your cards, you get them on time, you get them in the greatest condition because that's how Card Kingdom rolls. But you also simultaneously support the Command Zone Extra Turns, Game Nights, all your favorite content while you're doing that. That's what we call value. Yeah, that is great value. And all you have to do is type in cardkingdom.com slash command zone. You're on the website. It's the exact same experience. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, it's what, a no-brainer. what also is a no-brainer is buying any of the Ultra Pro equipment that's going to equip onto your cards. And by equip, I mean you're putting Ching. into a sleeve, you're grabbing the dice to roll across your table, the deck boxes to make sure they're safe when you do end up traveling, or the play mats. There's tons of stuff that Ultra Pro has been making for all of the sets. I think, you know, especially when you get all these crazy new cool arts like we saw in Kaldheim, like we saw in Ikoria, it's an amazing time to pick up these because they serve as more than just like, what's that nerdy thing in front of you? No, these are the best mouse pads you can use in the world. True. And they're also just stunning art and they look great and, you know, as Magic continues to push the boundaries with their art direction and everything they've been doing in that realm, Ultra Pro's product just gets better as a result. So it's always something that I keep in mind every time new sets come out, new standard sets, I look and see what's new, what's on the market. And Ultra Pro, of course, Josh and I have been trusting them for over a decade now with our own personal products. So when you're buying Ultra Pro, you're also supporting the show. I mean, let's not kid around. If you get a retro framed, especially like a foil version of some awesome retro frame, like even a Path to Exile foil yeah. version, it's going to have good value. A lot of people are going to want that. Uh, either you're going to want to stick it in your deck or maybe trade it for a better card. Well, mm-hmm. the thing that's going to hamper you is if it got damaged in some way. And the best way to keep your cards in pristine condition is put them into some Pro Glossy Clip sleeves or another sleeve by Ultra Pro. That's just, yeah, best way to protect it. Equip so, that equipment. Yeah, anything by Ultra Pro, they're the ones Jimmy and I trust. Okay, let's uh, let's... Let's stop uh, the suspense here, Jimmy. Let's <laughs> unveil our retro-framed Time Spiral remastered card. Very exciting. So this is a card, again, you'll find it at the end of a booster pack as an extra card in this special frame, and it is... Well, it can be this it card. It can be. Sorry, sorry. It, I don't it, want to say every pack has this card in it. I mean, that would be pretty cool, yeah. but you'd get tired of it really quickly, too. <laughs> but you'll still need it for your decks because it's a staple. It is Solemn Simulacrum. Yay! The original art as well. The art that was made uh, when the person... It was like... Won the Invitational. Won the Invitational, yeah. Yeah. And so you get a card drawn in your likeness. And so this is like the original before it became a sad robot uh, by Greg Staples. And it looks really cool in this frame. You want to read the card? Yeah. So four mana, two, two. It's an artifact creature, Golem. When Solemn Simulacrum enters the battlefield, you may search your library for a basic land card... Put that card onto the battlefield tapped, then shuffle your library. And when Solemn Simulacrum dies, you may draw a card. So this is a four mana artifact ramp card that can go in any deck and typically does go in most decks. It's pretty strong. And when it dies, you draw a draw card too. I'm all about it. Now, I know Solemn is a card that used to be played like a lot, a lot. Like four or five years ago when we first started this podcast, Jimmy, it was one of the commander staples. And I think it's fallen a little bit out of favor in the meantime. However, it's still a card that sees play in a lot of decks. I think it used to be you just throw it in any deck. And now you need some synergy, but the synergy is 
the type of synergy that a lot of decks still have. Yeah, or they're giving more too. Like when we had Brea come out as a commander and then Aether Revolt and, yeah. and all that stuff, it was just like, look at all the artifact synergies we can create. So a card like Solemn, it's not like it's gotten necessarily worse. I would just say other decks, especially green decks, don't need it as much, but the other decks that can take advantage of it, that love sacrificing creatures or have tons of artifact synergies, got better because of this, you know, got better over time, and so Solemn just fits better in those decks now. Yeah, I think if you've got artifact synergies, Solemn's probably going in there. If you yeah. have, like, copying, uh, you're going to make copies of any of your cards because it puts a land into play, mm-hmm. then Solemn probably goes in there. If you've got sacrifice aristocracy synergies, yep. it makes a great sacrifice outlet, right? Comes yeah. in, puts a land into play, you sack it, you draw a card, you get whatever value off sacrificing it. Uh, and those are the types of decks, I mean, we know that, like, graveyard-focused aristocrat decks are, like, the most popular kind of deck. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is still a card that you see on the battlefield a lot. Yeah, and I flickered to this like three or four yeah. times in that one uh, Game Nights episode with Thassa, and that was a ton of great value because, you know, I didn't really have ramp otherwise in blue and black. Yeah, in a Demir deck, it allowed you to keep up with the other decks at the table, including a couple of landfall decks as far mm-hmm. as the amount of lands in play. So, Solemn in the retro art, definitely something I'm going to want for a couple of my decks. Yeah, especially very foil. Sharp. Oh, yeah. man, I can't wait to see this in foil. We have a normal version in front of us, sadly. i'll still take it it still looks cool good point good point yeah uh all right so that's going to do it for our preview cards for time spiral remastered again they were terramorphic expanse prismatic Prismatic lens Lens and solemn simulacrum uh there's obviously going to be a whole bunch more cards previewed by different other content creators and outlets over the next coming weeks Uh, again march 19th is the release date for this set so look forward to it and yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited, hopefully, at some point to be able to draft it. I hope so, too. Otherwise, I'll be relegated to doing it online, which isn't as fun when you have a bunch of friends across the table. You know, yeah. I, we'll add this to the list of all the sets that we need to draft together. As soon as the pandemic officially, like, ends, <laughs> it's like, okay, quick, everybody get together. We got Commander, Commander Legends. Legends. We got- <laughs> Jumpstart, find some packs. I don't know. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. they'll reprint Time it. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for all of that. I uh, hope you are as well. You know, in the comments, let us know if there are other cards from Time Spiral that you hope to see reprinted or ones that you're excited to see their special old frames on. I would love to know. Um, and of course, lots of content creators out there making videos right now. So make sure you go support them as well. All right. Big thanks to our editing, graphics, and logistics team, Manson Lung. Craig Blanchett, Ashwin Rose, Lady Danger, Alfred Estaca, Josh Murphy, Jake Boss, Patrick Nan, Jordan Pridgen, Arthur Meadowcroft, and Sam Waldo. Wow, big list there. And of course, special thanks to Jeffrey Palmer, who does the living card animations that start all of our shows, including this special episode. Sometimes live behind us on set. I believe this one behind us on set is, yep. is a Jeffrey, Jeffrey original. Yep. Uh, you can find him at Living Cards MTG. He's been actually posting a lot of stuff recently because uh, he's, I think he's in the middle of a job switch or something. So make he's sure actually, you go send him uh, yeah. some love. Yeah, he's actually doing some work on game nights with us so yeah we might be hearing jeffrey's name a little more around here exciting very exciting (laughs) all right well thank you everyone so much for watching we hope you enjoyed this short special preview episode and we'll see you next time peace For further inquiries, send an email to commandcast at rocketjump.com or ask us on Twitter at JF Wong and at Josh Lee Kwai. See you later, alligator. Greetings, humans. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, 
it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.